the question I get most often is, what's a good rate? Right after that, how do I find a good realtor? Here's the solution. Join the Coins and Culture Realtor Referral Network. These are realtors my team and I have personally vetted. So enjoy the home buying process, knowing you're working with a pro. Click the link in the description for more details. Back to the show. First of all, I want to thank Mike Annette, the most important person with all due respect. Thanks to the duffel bag, the brown paper bag, the Nike shoe box for holding all this cash. Welcome back to House Rich, the real estate show where we help millennials figure out where do I start when it comes to strategically buying their first home and building generational wealth through real estate. Today's topic is mortgage brokers and we'll break down why they are not better than direct lenders. The intro was sponsored by Brooklyn philosopher Sean Corey Carter III. Let's jump into the topic. All right, so what's a mortgage broker? A mortgage broker is just a middleman in the loan process. They connect you, the borrower, with a lender. A lender who has money is able to fund the loan. Their job is just to connect you with the best program that they can find. But of course, they want to be paid for their services, so they tack a fee on top of that. So think about this example. You see folks selling bottles of water on the street, right? And so if you go to Kroger or whatever your local grocery store is, you may be able to get a 12-pack of water for $6. It probably costs a lot less, but that makes the numbers easy. So each bottle of water is 50 cents. So let's say the standard for a bottle of water is 50 cents. Now, if you go out and really search around all of America, you can most definitely find a bottle of water for less than 50 cents. You can find bottles of water for more than 50 cents. So if you go to like your local Kroger grocery store, that's like a Chase or Wells Fargo. They have the water for 50 cents. But a broker's job is to get you that bottle of water for less than 50 cents. Because that there's, there's really no purpose to use a broker if they're not going to get you that bottle of water for cheaper than what you can just get it easily going to the direct lender. So what happens is brokers have a lot of different different options. They'll shop around to the bodega, the, the uh, I don't know where else folks go for water. But they may find water for 40 cents. They may find a bottle, a bottle of water for 44 cents. They might find a bottle of water for 55 cents. But let's say in this scenario, they find the bottle of water for 44 cents, which best fits your scenario. Cool, so we're six cents cheaper than the grocery store, which is great, right? But if once again, of course the broker wants to be paid for their services. Like I said, they don't have anything themselves. And so their whole thing is they're putting together two parties that need each other. And so they want to be paid a fee in that scenario. But here's the thing. You may find a broker that charges you four cents, so you're still under the 50 cents. You may try, try, find a broker that charges you eight cents, so now we're at, what, uh, 52 cents? If the broker thinks that you are uh, um, can be taken advantage of, they may charge you 15 cents, so now we're at 59 cents for that bottle, bottle of water. But the only way for you to know if that bottle of water what the base price is, is you have to walk into the Kroger, the Walmart, or wherever you get that bottle of water and see that bottles of water sell for 50 cents. That is the base price. What I see a lot of times is folks hear this, hey, brokers are a better thing, or they just go to brokers because their realtor told them this or that, and they have no idea what the base of a bottle of water is. And so then now they're paying 59 cents, you know, 44 plus 15 for that bottle of water and they think they're getting a deal because they did no shopping around and because brokers and sometimes realtors try to disparage direct lenders which are often banks but it's they're even 
uh, they even lenders like Rocket Mortgage or stuff like that. And here's the thing. One of the big perks for a, a broker back in the day was, hey, we can close your loan a lot faster. I can say, I can vouch for Chase because I, like I said, I used to work there. Chase can close your loan in 14 days as long as you have the right scenario. There's not a lot of scenarios where you need to close a loan in less than 14 days. Like something has gone drastically wrong on your end where you need to close a loan in less than 14 days. So as I always pitch you guys, make sure that you're focusing on the lender and their level of communication, not necessarily the the person or the, or the organization. And here's another thing. So once again, the broker does not have their own resources. They're reaching out to another lender to set up your scenario. So sometimes what happens, no matter how great your scenario is or how, how much due diligence your loan officer did, there's scenarios where you run into kind of like sticking points with underwriting. And so when you're working with a direct lender, what the direct lender could do is say, hey, we'll grant you an exception. Or if you're, honestly, if you're an important enough customer, they'll just kind of eat the difference and put like the loan in their own private portfolio. But when you run into a snag with a broker, since they don't work for the company, no real skin in the game, if there's like a real hiccup, sometimes the only solution is just to go to a completely different lender. And so you have to start the, the process over as far as underwriting, the appraisal, and all that. So like a lender has no, they have no skin in the game with the company, so they, they don't have any weight that they're holding as far as um, being able to kind of put, not put pressure on, but being able to get an exception, you know, going up to management to get an exception in their scenario. So that, that that's my thoughts as always. The answer is, or, you know, what's best, the best option is to weigh your options. So go to a direct lender, go to a broker, and figure out what fits best for your scenario. Don't blindly take anyone's advice or listen to little uh, brokers are better uh, sayings that folks talk about there. So um, I'm going to give you a preview of next week's episode. Not even next week's episode. The episode later this week, which will be, wait for it, why brokers are better than direct lenders. So we'll talk about the perks and the pluses of going with the broker. And so I want you to be able to hear kind of both sides of the argument and make an educated decision for yourself. So hopefully you like the new format, the new episode. Uh, if you don't like it, let me know as well. As always, if you're listening on any sort of podcast platforms, uh, rate, please. It takes you like 10 seconds. Leave a review. If you're listening on YouTube, you know, like the video, share with a friend. That's how I get my voice out to more folks. And I'm able to spread the good word that you seem to like yourself. So until next week, uh, I got an outro down. By land, rumor has they're not making any more of it. Thanks, y'all.